0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master new skill.
2: Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. If we're recording this time, Peyton Russell was not our dear producer the very first time we started. Um, so hopefully hopefully you can hear us now. Uh, I, I don't know about that. We'll have to double check with Peyton later. I'm Bobby Bell. Dallas was insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Joined, as always, by Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout. He's now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2-7 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan, as well as the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network uh Brian how are you today can you can you hear me did Peyton have that right can you he hear it can we hear each other I, I've got you loud and clear Robert
3: I, I think you know we had that uh that sounder music go off so I think we're okay for this one I think we're ready I, I to, think so too. The, yeah. and to
2: be completely yeah, honest so I, I want to make it clear just so nobody thinks I'm bullying our poor our poor producer Peyton uh he literally just hit forgot to hit record the first time we played the show, up and it, delayed us by about 15 seconds but just trolling him now uh brian got a couple different things i want to dive into with you today uh i gotta be honest when i was thinking about stuff that we could chat about today the houston texans were not top of mind we already talked about them once and uh i feel like that's more than enough how much more can you say about this bad football team um and and look if we're being honest the cowboys in my opinion, could have an off day and still potentially cover that 17 and a half point spread, Brian. So uh, there's a talent disparity on Sunday. I think we both agree Cowboys should get the W regardless of of how well they play. It, it would take a, a massive meltdown, I think, for the Cowboys to lose this game against the Texans. so a couple things that I want to dive into. The the first one is this. We see this Dallas Cowboys football team really reaching a a you know the the upper echelon of of this current NFL and the way that they've played this year um the way that even when things don't go totally right for them they still tend to really control ball games and really beat down opponents uh since Dak Prescott returned their point differential is plus 115 the next best in the NFL is uh during that time is San Francisco at 59 so Dallas has really been dominating football teams over the last several weeks And so it leads me to this question. We know what's going right with this Cowboys team. What are we still concerned about? What down the stretch as the Cowboys finish out, uh, you know, their pursuit of the NFC's title, which still feels like Philly's in the driver's seat there. It's going to be tough, I think, to to take control of that, given the rest of Philly's schedule. But uh, whether it's for the NFC's title or not, once you get into the playoffs, uh, you know, there are going to be some things that we'll, we'll be talking about. Last year, the big concern it felt like was the physicality and the toughness when you entered the playoffs was are, are you built for this type of football and, and is Dak playing at his highest level? Uh, so Brian, as we enter this home stretch here, let's talk about some of the things that we still have concerns about or, or still feel like need to be answered. What is number one top of mind for you about this football team uh, with, you know, uh, whatever it is, five games remaining.
3: I think they've uh, got away with uh, having turnovers. I think they've got away with uh at times you know, with Dak Prescott and the interceptions that he's had. You're right, Bobby. Dak has been has played very, very well. And just imagine how much differently we would think about it. And I'm not trying to be a Dak hater here. I'm gonna give you several other reasons why uh, you know, I feel that there's things that, that you need to be concerned about this football team since you asked. You should be concerned about one or two interceptions a game, especially against teams that will punish you for turning over the ball. Those, uh, those turnovers, some of them have been going in, you know, uh, right before the half, you know, uh, opportunities that whether you could have kicked a field goal, whether you could have scored a touchdown, you know, you just, I don't think you could go through these games and continue to turn the ball over. And just, you know, I, I understand Dak being aggressive and I appreciate that, but, I, I think that they have to be very mindful of possessions. Are so important in big games like the Eagles game. You know, the Eagles beat you because you turned the ball over three times in that game. You know, you rallied back, but still, it was the you know. Then you gave up a very long drive where they just ran the football uh, on you. But I, I, I think against a really good team, you can't have those turnovers. Whether it's Dak throwing an interception or some type of a fumble. They, they put the ball on the ground quite a bit the other night in that football game. They, they can't afford yeah. the turnovers. You know, you used to talk about the penalties. I don't think the penalties are going to change because I think the officials – I think the officials are going to call what they want to call. And are you uh, uh, are you capable of overcoming those? Uh, you know, the, the, the pre-snap penalties and all that did a great job last week uh, against the Colts. But these officials, and I've said it here a bunch – they are going to call penalties regardless, and hopefully uh, you're not on the wrong end of that. But the turnovers, the penalties—I think there's some some concern at what's going to happen at cornerback now. You know, with uh, Kelvin Joseph, I I think that teams say run the ball at Diggs, throw the ball at who's ever playing on the other side. You know, and that's that's reality right now. Uh, You know, can Kelvin Joseph find a way to play at a level where uh, that Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy in this front office felt like that he was when he was drafted? You know, he didn't play a lot of games at LSU, didn't play a lot of games at Kentucky. They're throwing him out there. He's a very talented guy. Don't get me wrong. But there's some concern. You know, at least these first couple of games, you can kind of figure some things out. The Texans are decimated right now. Uh, you know when you look at their football team and and how he's going to have to cover. You know uh, Philip Dorsett probably the primary receiver in this in this game and maybe the tight ends. We'll see, but I I I kind of feel like there's a concern there. And my final concern is um, we think that Tyron Smith is going to be fine at left tackle. Yeah, is he? Are you gambling right now with a team that's done a pretty good job with the front with the five guys they have? Are you going to uh, hurt the operation of the offensive line by putting Tyron Smith in there and moving Tyler Smith the guard, or potentially taking uh, uh, Connor McGovern out? You know when he's playing well. I, I think these are all legitimate concerns uh, when you look at this football team.
2: Let's let's touch specifically on the cornerback thing because I think for me that's probably top of mind. Is because we saw even before Anthony Brown went out that you had teams that don't even throw the football down the field very well. Indianapolis, New York were really testing Anthony Brown and having success with it. Um, You know, I think you've seen at times teams have tested Kelvin Joseph when he's had to step in there and play. And so that's a concern in and of itself. But, you know, we talked a little bit the other day about Kelvin Joseph's illness and, and him missing practice, you know, Jerry Jones was was mostly positive about Kelvin Joseph on Tuesday when he he spoke with us at one hundred five through the fan. When he talked to us uh, again today over at the the KNC masterpiece with uh, you know Corey Majors, Kevin Haglin, and Mike Bassick, uh, he was asked about Kelvin Joseph today, and this is what Jerry had to say: "Time for him to become a man, accept a higher level of responsibility. He's got more people depending on him. It's time for some of the side stuff to ease its way out of his life." Seemed like a different tone to me. And I think that maybe lends some credence to they I, I think they were I, I think there was maybe a little more to that missed practice on Wednesday than just, oh, you know, he's 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 got, you know, a bug or something like that. And I think it's interesting that he went from did not practice to full participant on Thursday.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential?
3: Uh, and again, this is all speculation, but did he miss a practice? Uh, Was he hung over and couldn't practice? Did he oversleep? They tell him just to go home? You know, I mean, all these things kind of run through your mind when you're starting to talk about Kelvin Joseph. But, you know, my hope is because he he went out of the game, uh, you know, he he left at the Minnesota game, right, because of an illness, didn't play against the Giants so you know I I think what Jerry's trying to say is that there's a lot of things in Kelvin Joseph's life to him maybe early in his career that was that were more important than playing football. and you know Jerry wants him now that he's a starter to make sure that football is the number one priority in his in his life it's his number one job uh not being a rapper, not hanging out with all his buddies. I'm not trying to be the wet blanket guy here. I'm just telling you that there's some things when you get that starting job. And, you know, we interviewed Tank Lawrence every uh, Thursday. He talks about diet and rest and availability and all these things. You know, when you become a starter, uh, it is a it really is a 24-7 job, you know, to take care of yourself, learn your assignments, practice hard, eat right, rest, and be ready to go. You you can go and hang out with your buddies when this is all said and done, you know? But right now, we need you to focus on your job. And um, like I say, maybe we need to figure out what was going on on Wednesday. Did we miss a practice? Did we do something we weren't supposed to do? And uh, we just had to call it an illness.
2: Has he used up? All of his his capital. Do you think, with the, in terms of all his goodwill capital with the franchise, and, and that it's like, look, any sort of off the field incident after this, we're not going to tolerate. That seemed like Jerry was kind of drawing a line in the sand and said, "Time to grow up. No more issues."
3: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, as far as used up, you know, he is a super talented player. When you watch him cover, when you watch him run when you watch him compete, the stuff on the special teams, I think has been really good. I think it's elevated his game. I think it's going to help him, you know, getting ready to to come forward, make tackles, be in position. You know, I I think all those things uh, are going to help him all the experiences that he has had so far. But when you look overall uh, yeah, they, they, they even know, uh, you know, the charges weren't filed against him. Uh, You know, but he, you know, I know my sources at LSU, my sources at Kentucky. I've said this before. I said on the draft show for, with the uh, DallasCowboys.com that when he was playing, it was, Hey, trouble. Is, he's not a bad kid, but trouble is always within arms distance of him. And mm-hmm. I, I, I they they have got to the point now where they they they've they put a lot into him. They really have. They backed him on things. You know that whole thing that went down uh you know uh you know uh during the off season, you know, the involvement and all that or yeah. wrong wrong place, wrong time. You know, the Cowboys very easily could have cut ties and then everybody in the league would have probably cut ties and you know, he would be looking for work in the USFL or the XFL right now. And it would have been, oh, well, that was a wasted second round pick. But when things came back, well, okay, this is how it happened. This is how it went down. Well, you know, the Cowboys are like, listen, you've got to find a way to to hold your end up of the bargain. And if Kelvin Joseph goes out there and flops around and doesn't play well, and there's still questions that Jerry Jones has to, or comments that Jerry Jones has to make, we will see a change at corner. They will put somebody in there that can play that they know they can rely on, but they're going to give this kid a chance. And you know what? I'm all for giving this kid a chance because I think he can play. If, if he gets experience, I really do.
2: You know, it's it's funny. I had uh, I had somebody once tell me years ago, I don't know if this is still applicable. I don't know if this is you know something that still goes on today, but I had somebody tell me that years ago, the NBA, uh, there were certain teams that would use the the injury designation as a back issue. Then yeah. you hear back issue, that was oftentimes code for hungover or or problem. Just there's yeah. a,
3: oh I got it yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah. There's strife. There's a hangover. There's yeah. you know coaches pissed off at this guy. Whatever else that that was a house. yeah. For, for you, did you ever experience it? Whether for yourself or, or for other teams that you knew of in the league, did you ever know of teams that would use like certain designations on a report that went that meant hey, this doesn't necessarily mean that's it. That that absolutely could mean there was other issues. Was illness ever that one or anything like that?
3: Illness was always the one that we because you know nobody's gonna question an illness, you know, nowadays, especially with what we dealt with with the COVID situation, you know, that's the thing you hope right now that if a player gets sick, you hope it's that you know it's just the flu. And I, I know people suffer from the flu and it's tough, but that COVID thing, I mean, that was. That COVID and trying to get back and all that stuff like that. We saw what that COVID did to Tyron Smith as far as him playing. You know, yeah. that that was that wasn't good. So Micah, yeah.
2: Micah didn't play great off COVID. Micah,
3: Micah didn't play good off COVID either. So yeah. Uh, never remember telling anybody, uh, like, oh yeah, this guy's got the flu. You know, that was kind of what we did. We said, oh, he's got the flu, but he might be hungover or something like that, just kind of buy us some time.
2: You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.